Hello and welcome to the Still Space Podcast. I'm your host, Executive Coach Mary Lee Gannon, where my guests and I share fun and simple strategies to manage yourself so that you can show up the way you want in work relationships in life and not default to past behaviors that leave you disappointed. The Still Space is where you learn to take an intentional moment to challenge habitual assumptions that hold you back with enlightened truths that boost your genius. We transform drama, resentment, doubt, unmet expectations, and self-sabotage to executive presence, self-control, deep sleep, healthy choices, and more connection with people who matter while it still matters. It's time. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me. Hello, friend. This is episode 81 of the Still Space podcast, How to Get More Out of Life Than the Daily Grind. Recently, I saw a cartoon, and this was very upsetting to me, so I'm going to try and describe it to you so that you can see the realization. It was of a man behind bars in a jail. There was a big lock on his door, and outside of the door was a loaf of bread and a key to unlock the lock of the jail that he was in. And he was reaching for the loaf of bread, and the caption read, Why did the prisoner choose the bread instead of the key? If you know the answer, you're a philosopher. This made me sad and made me realize how many times in our lives we get stuck in the routine of proving ourselves, of doing what's expected, and we reach for whatever that next thing is that we need and completely discount even finding freedom, let alone having it right in front of us and us not realizing that. This image really got to me. Are we so focused on basic needs that we have lost sight of freedom? Are we so mired down in going to work and paying the bills and taking the children to practice and cleaning and fixing things and tending to the yard and making dinner that our routine has become the first thing we think of when it comes to life? The daily routines of our jobs, of our families, of our homes, of our pets, it's a clever construct. We're programmed to chase what media shows us life should be. Work hard and you can have what you want, the house, the car, the vacation, the perfect family, living the perfect life. Yet we wonder why we feel stuck and unsatisfied. I don't think human beings are designed to chase once. We are designed with a conscious mind to make conscious choices in alignment with what resonates with our core. But in this country, we get lulled into a culture of unconsciously chasing the carrot on the false assumption that it will deliver what we've been programmed to believe will make us happy. In contrast, Europeans are not on this treadmill to nowhere. Their pace of life is more relaxed. 
In the U.S., with all our striving, we have the most stuff of anybody and the highest incidence of depressed people in all of history. Our conscious choice is asleep. We have to be smarter than that. We have to be wiser than to be led by the false promise of the carrot. The routine is not the answer. Reaching for bread is not the answer. Reaching for more striving is external. So is the big house and the fast car and the fancy accessories and the perfect family. It's all viewed from the outside. It's all executed on the outside. I've coached hundreds of clients over the years and not one of them has ever told me that what they have made them happy. What they've told me are things like this. I don't feel judged anymore. I moved out to a new place. It's a little scary, but I'm more at ease. I talked to my boss about a promotion and he's working with HR on it. I'm glad I didn't wait for them to come to me. My wife and I are talking more and doing more things together. I'm now looking forward to retirement. I'd forgotten who I was without my professional title and my role. If you work on anything in your life, work on your self-awareness, your ability to see your thoughts from a third-party perspective mindfully without judgment. Oh, yes, I see that I'm thinking that. And I also acknowledge that I'm feeling this way because feelings are where we get stuck. And then we perseverate on thoughts that become beliefs that don't serve us. When you can be with the truth of your inner self, of those thoughts that are nonsensical, but we think them, and those really difficult, painful feelings that we don't want to go there, when you can be with these thoughts and be with these feelings, you will stop striving to get away from them. You know the thoughts because they dog you every day. I'm not this enough. I'm not get rec- getting recognized enough. I'm not getting enough purposeful work to do. I'm not valued at work. My partner isn't recognizing me. I don't feel heard. I don't feel seen. Those are all the thoughts. And the emotions behind them are the ones that we turn away from, the ones we don't spend time with. They need to become our friend. We need to bring them in closely because it's just the part of ourself that is screaming out for validation. Oh, and this leaves me feeling small. It leaves me feeling abandoned. Even though I know that doesn't make sense, that's what I'm feeling. That's what it is to be self-aware. The treadmill never ends when we run away from it and cover over it with things like overworking and vices, drinking, drugs, or perfectionism. I'll just work this document or this resume a little bit more. It's not ready yet. It's not ready. I I need to get this a little bit better. That's perfectionism. The assumptions that you won't get called for an interview, an assumption that your boss won't like your idea. All of this 
are the layers that we put over the feelings that we don't want to feel. My husband and I were in Italy on the Amalfi Coast near Positano. And I remember him walking with some friends of his. He's German and some German friends of his were walking up the road with him. And just to the side off the road, there was a whole bunch of chihuahuas and their owner Uh, The owner was selling something on the side of the road, and these little chihuahuas were just voraciously (laughs) barking at my husband. And he was turning around at them and barking back at them for fun. And the two, I mean, watching this was like watching a cartoon because it made absolutely no sense. But it was, to me, it was hysterical. But this is what I think of when I think of feelings. Like when that feeling that needs to be heard is acknowledging and his two friends his friend and his wife walked past them and didn't acknowledge them they kept barking and barking but when my husband turned around and barked back now they were really screaming louder but he was hearing them and they were engaged with him and there was a symbiotic relationship going on there there was no ignoring there was no anything else and to this day I I bring it up a couple times a week because it's so funny because when we see each other not recognizing our feelings, we say to each other, what is the chihuahua here? What is the chihuahua here? So you can use mindful practices like that, drawing a parallel to something in your life to interrupt the pattern of the negative thoughts that turn into beliefs that you believe those assumptions that this will never get better, it's always going to be this way, I won't be recognized. All th- those are all assumptions and not based in fact. But we dangerously allow those be- to become beliefs. And the routine of reaching for the bread outside of the jail or whatever other treadmill to nowhere path that we're on. I remember when my oldest daughter, was my first child, was in first grade and every parent was buying Hooked on Phonics and it was a flashcard game to teach somebody to read. And I went to her first grade teacher and I said, Sister Pat, should I get these uh, Hooked on Phonics things for my daughter? And she said, no, Mary Lee, no. Because everybody's going to catch up. Whether somebody learns it early, they're all going to catch up. And no, I didn't believe that. I was on that treadmill to nowhere. I bought Hooked on Phonics. And sure enough, my daughter read it and did it for a couple of weeks. And it didn't really make any difference because all the kids caught up. She was plenty smart. She you know, ended up in a, a gifted program, etc. But it was a waste of time. And it was me on the comparing treadmill to nowhere. It was a lesson that I'll never forget. And I share it with you from a humility perspective, because when I look back, I could see how I did this, how I was the person in the jail reaching for the bread. Don't be reaching for the bread. Reach for the key to unlock your freedom, and the key is inside yourself, not externally, not comparing and judging, not making expectations and assumptions, but going internally and finding in that still space moment, what is the chihuahua screaming out for here? What needs to be honored that I haven't acknowledged? The routine is not the answer. It's external. 
And it takes courage to step off the treadmill, to make conscious and intentional choices. Yes, the unknown makes us apprehensive, no question about it. But the familiar things, they can be like jail over time. That's why they call it freedom when you finally are awake. Choose wisely. I want you to be awake. I want you to be everything that you can be. I believe in you. I know that if you are here right now spending time listening to this podcast, and please subscribe to the podcast so that you can hear all of them and are notified when all of them are released. If you are investing this time in yourself, then you are committed to to your self-awareness. And you are indeed strong enough to turn around and face the yipping chihuahua and say, I want to get to know you. I know you're just part of me. And you scare me sometimes. But let me bring you in closer and pet you and hold you because you don't need to be afraid anymore. I can take care of you. And I can hold you and see that I won't catch on fire. I'm not going to die in the process. Nobody's going to hate me because I get to know myself better. We have to cast pride aside here. And when we can do that, that's when we have freedom. You deserve freedom. I know you have it inside of you. Uncover it. Stay committed to daily practices that keep you mindful, whether it's reading something that inspires you, a daily devotional or meditation or prayer or some sort of practice, physical activity, a slow cup of tea in the morning, whatever it is, remain committed to yourself with your self-care practices so that that daily routine is something that ignites you and is not the daily grind. You're making conscious choices of what your daily routine is. And the other things that need to get done, they get done as you prioritize loving the people around you, listening more closely to the people around you, caring compassionately about yourself, petting the chihuahua, caring compassionately about all the people that you think you don't have anything left in you to give to. You do. You are infinite. You will never come up empty when it comes to your compassion for yourself or for others. We just need to take care of ourselves in the process. Wishing you those self-care committed practices to keep you in the mindset of you at your core, authentically you, is who's wonderful. Wishing you a great week. Bye-bye. Okay, leader, many of you have reached out and asked me what it's like to work with me in my Mindful Leader Satisfied Life Circle. So I'm going to give you a very brief overview of exactly what you get in working with me for that six-month program. You get transformation. You get walking into any room, any situation, knowing you belong, having control, having people come to you. But on a tangible basis, what does that look like? It starts with seven one-on-one laser-focused individual coaching sessions with me over six months, and then access to the six months of live weekly small group coaching calls 
And because you know I only coach a handful of people, sometimes there are only two or three people on those calls. Sometimes it's only you and me. So that's like another weekly coaching session. And you get to get the perspective of other executive leaders who are in the same place that you are. Get six-month access to my Mindful Leader Satisfied Life time-saving assets, trainings, modules, and all kinds of workbooks that personalize this to you. The self-discovery is inspiring. Can't wait to get on to the next module and see how much more self-control you'll have over those negative thoughts that have been holding you back. There's a private online community where we can share daily questions, but the special bonus is you have 24-7 email access to me. I'm your coach on call. You want me to look at your resume? I'm happy to. Any of the exercises that you're having difficulty with, you don't have to wait to the call. You just reach out to me and I will get back to you within 24 work hours. You're having a problem at work with somebody? I'm your coach on call. There's a leadership intake analysis that I read on my own time so that I can get more background on you and not have to use up your sessions with me. And exclusive to this program, Flow on the Go Weekly Planner, where you can track your routines, track your gratitude, track what's changing, what's showing up for you. Well, what does this look like over the six months, Mary Lee? Okay, number one, that first month, you notice your patterns, your habits. You start noticing the patterns and habits of others. You have defined your signature strengths and your personal values, and you're applying those. And now you're starting to dream again. You have a vision for yourself, for your career and your life. You've stopped judging yourself and others. In month two, this is where I've taught you how to self-regulate with curiosity. You process difficult and stale emotions and release them. You replace your stuck story with how you're not whatever enough. And you are now creating a career plan with confidence, feeling worthy. You have self-control over negative thoughts, over your behavior. And months three to six, you are playing blue sky big. You are soaring here. You are self-empowered. You execute your career and life plan. You shine, apply for stretch roles if that's what you want. You have better relationships and control over your food intake, your sleep, your exercise, your self-care. You have compassion for yourself. And you know that person that you really dislike? You actually have compassion for them. So there is a link in the show notes, maryleegannon.com slash consultation. Go ahead and apply. I will reach out. I'll set up a phone call with you. We can go over some of the details, but I'm interested in helping you be that mindful leader with a satisfied life. And there's no reason to wait because it happens quickly. I'm glad you were with me today and I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website maryleegannon.com where you can also learn more about working with me.